Spavi here and we are the mark out movie podcasters he got it right he got it right it seems like a long time since we've been it's been together. like a month ain't it, it just feels been a, that way it's, yeah it has felt that way well we're, we're, we're gonna start on movie news first. we're gonna start with a little bit of oh i didn't say it with an enthusiasm we're gonna start with some movie news, news. Alright, up first, uh, let's start with Chris Rock. Uh, he was in the news earlier, he's gonna reboot Saul. Your thoughts on this, Aaron? I can't wait to hear your thoughts. I was never a big fan of Saul. Uh, I hate, they call, I call it torture porn. I hate torture porn. That's uh, what it is, it's torture porn. And, uh, I just was not... Well, not the first one, I, I, I don't think. The first one was decent. The first one I was okay with. Then after that, I just kind of fell away from him. Uh, Chris Rock doing it. It's like my, I scratch my head because I don't understand. Maybe he's a big fan and he wants to reboot it. I just, I'm interested to see what it looks like, but I just don't know if it's going to be, is it going to be like, I hate to tell you, is it going to be like a black version of Saw? I have no like, idea what he's going to do with it. I don't know. Personally, I, I don't think it needs to be rebooted. I, I mean, if you go by the numbers, I mean, it's always done decent. And the last one, was a hit as well so I'm not sure why they was like let's reboot this mm -hmm. but I haven't seen the last one either so maybe it was awful I don't mind them I mean I don't like it. the torture porn of it I like more of a story like the first one had yeah. but but and the twist it is consistent is, yeah. with you know what they've done uh, I didn't like the the what was supposed to be the end right uh, oh, the first one no, or no, the, the, oh, the whole the series. Saw last chapter, whatever yeah. it was called. Uh, I, it was okay. It didn't feel like it felt like I don't know, meh kind of ending. Yeah, I feel you. But you know, I don't think this should be rebooted. I'm interested in seeing what he could do with it. But I mean, maybe he's gonna be like Danny McBride in Halloween or uh, Jordan Peele with his new stuff. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, I mean, it'd be interesting to see, but it's not like I know people. Not gonna hold like, my breath. Like I know people are like scared like comics are getting into horror genre like it's why can't comics be f fans of horror i mean what yeah well, the mean, comics is in comedians like, yeah like danny mcbride and, yeah and, you know jordan peele and yeah now Chris i mean Rock. i mean honestly these people probably are fans of horror and and it's funny because a lot of them are also fans of like like pro wrestling yeah. and things like that so it just yeah it, it you know you don't just because you're a comedian doesn't mean you're married to just comedy That's you right. could be uh like one of the, like, and then we'll move on from here. But uh, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen, uh, Leslie Nielsen was one of the all-time great comedic uh, yeah. film legends. Yes. But he started out as a serious, straight, yes. serious actor. Which I did not know that. Yeah, but if you watch Creep Show, 
you see, you, like, I seen Creepshow after I saw Airplane. And so, to see him in Creepshow... I haven't seen it. Uh, well, I'm sorry. But He's in part, one of the anthologies. Prom Night. Like, he was in Prom Night. But he played like a horror... He, play, he played like a villain. In it. And so, it's interesting to see him playing a villain, because I'm used to seeing him playing uh, this funny... Naked Gun, dude. You know, so, yes, yeah, Naked so, Gun yeah. or some other spoof. Yeah, uh, Spy Hard. Um, I love Spy Hard. Uh, uh, Repossessed so, is actually a really funny one. I haven't seen that one, but yeah. But okay, moving on because we gotta move on. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Brandon, well, Brandon Terminator Brandon. Dark Fate trailer just dropped this morning. Uh, I think we're gonna have different opinions on this one. Not that I'm going to be, like, wild by it, but well, go ahead, Aaron. He, Tell he me you're a diehard Schwarzenegger fan. I am. Um, he could do no wrong in your eyes, I think. But well, he was only though, in it for, like, a second. Even though you see, uh, you, see you had to see, uh, uh, what is it called, Hercules in New York. I've seen it. It's that movie terrible. is hilarious. It is terrible. terrible. It's, like, one of the worst movies ever, but yeah. it's so funny. He, he He's such a terrible actor yeah. in that yeah. that it's funny. I, yeah. And he, that's before he even got his, his, uh, his dialogue was dubbed. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, anyway. I, my, my quips would... I enjoy seeing Sarah Connor. I think it's always good to bring the original people that was in... Yeah, I, I, and I don't know if it's going to act like the other films never happened yeah, they, after, they, after they two. Have, after two, that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, and they, so they got to explain how did the T-1000... Uh, is it was it was uh, Ar- talking Arnold, about Robert Patrick's character Arnold Arnold T one eight hundred yeah they gotta explain how he did see I, uh, survived you know well, what I'm see, saying I don't even know if he's a Terminator he may be I don't know maybe I don't know I don't know it'd be interesting but I, I don't, don't like I don't Robert uh, what's the guy not Robert Patrick, what's the guy's name Patrick Robert Patrick Robert Patrick who played T one thousand yeah T two thousand T two thousand one thousand one of one of those thousands anyway. The the liquid the liquid metal guy. All yes. Right. He was so good. Yes. He was so believable. I seen him in other movies and I immediately thought of Terminator every time I seen him because uh, he was so believable as a villain. Perfect antagonist yes. to that film. I agree. Hands down, perfect antagonist. I mean, he, that, he breathed new life breathed I mean, new life in that film. T two is one of my favorite movies of yeah, all time. Yeah, it is I mean, probably one of the best action films of all time. Um. But uh, and we gotta do a list of action films one day. But uh, but what I don't like about the trailer here, Brandon, is that I don't like the way that the uh, new term, the, the new uh, hunting hunter Terminator guy looks. I don't like the clothes that they have him in. It's just weird, like weird, like a dad clothes or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's just in the form. I don't know. If, now they might be misleading us, and that's just like. One, because uh, uh, the other one was able to. I would say that whole scene on the, on the highway is at the very beginning. Yeah, I believe maybe he for, changed his forms it maybe to a different one. Maybe he took the form of somebody he saw because they was able to do that. It was a beautiful thing about uh, Terminator Two: uh, uh, Judgment Day, is um, like the scene where uh, he took uh, John Connor's stepmom. Yeah, yeah. And uh, adopted mom or whatever. Took, took uh, the form of her and she killed the dude and you know stabbed the milk through. Yes, that was yeah. one of the greatest scenes in the movie. Man, <laughs> it was. You know, and I said they had a lot of great scenes in that yeah, movie. <laughs> this movie, I just I don't know. I want to root for Terminator. I want to because I loved uh, the first one. I loved the second one, but it's hard to. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. It's very hard. I mean, they have let the fans down so many times. I enjoyed 3. Mm-hmm. I hated Salvation. And I don't even want to talk about Genesis. I never seen that it. That is I, one I of just, the worst movie. It, not I, bad. I, I wanted to see it, but... No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. It ruined everything. It just... It ruined 1. It ruined 2. It ruined everything came after. It just... It's like one of the worst films I've ever seen. Mm. I wanted to kill the Thor Dark World director because that's who made it. Oh wow! But this one—it's okay. not really—he's not really threatening you. So. I'm not threatening. I'm not a threatening person. But this one—I have my fears. I don't mm. like the song that they played. You didn't hear the theme of the Terminator. I mean, I, the yes, when you hear that, you know you're in a Terminator movie. I feel like I'm in a Terminator movie, but I also feel like I'm kind of in a comic book movie, which is my fear, which is what the last one did. They, it just felt like a comic Took book movie. Took it to a totally different yeah. yeah. They should ground it, and James Cameron's part of this, so I would think it would be grounded mm. like the first two were. But I did like some of the scenes. The, uh, the hotel scene reminded me of the first movie. The highway scene, of course, with the truck reminded me of T2. Yeah. I think they're going back to basics with it. It's supposed to be a trilogy. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm interested in Arnold's character. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he's human or not. I'm gonna stay away from. That's the only trailer I'm gonna ever see of it. I I'll probably see them all. Just trailers. To, yeah, just to give. You, you, uh, they're gonna ruin it. Like they're gonna they're gonna give because this wasn't strong yeah. enough to pull me in. So they're gonna give you something more. Yeah. Uh, and it's gonna it's gonna have a spoiler. But my so. big question is where's John Connor? That's, and I wonder if it's going to be the same guy that played that play uh, the T2. I don't know. Uh, I, I would Edward like Furlong that. hasn't done anything like mainstream. He, he's been on him. I don't know if he's clean now or not. But, but it'd be kind of cool to see you him. You gotta... If, even if he's not coming back, you have to cast someone as John Connor. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He was in, uh, I would say, integral to the second one. I would say John Connor shows up as an end credit scene. Yeah, it would, I, it'd be great. Setting I'd up be, the sequel. Kind of like what they did with Chucky. Uh, yeah. With uh, uh, Cultural Chucky, uh, no, yeah, yeah uh, Cultural Chucky, I think. I don't know, but anyway, or, uh, maybe it was Curse. Curse they had Chucky. a lot of cuts in credit scenes there. Curse, yeah. But maybe. anyway, yeah, moving on. Okay. Uh, how many more important ones we got? Uh, I'm gonna go with two more, or right. maybe three. One real quick. One real quick. Angel has fallen. Trailer drum. Did you see it? Are you a fan no. of the? No, the, I've seen the first. Movies? I've seen the first one. Um, and I liked it. Yeah, I really just, like that movie. The London, I, I liked it. London was okay, but it was a repeat of the first movie, in my opinion. I really am interested in this one. But uh, I'm in a minority because I like White House Down. Oh. I don't like that film. Oh, I don't like that. Because they were very similar, came out around the same time. Yeah, they did. White House Down won it for me. And I've seen both of them. But I, I, I like White House Down, and it, I felt the need not to Is it because of Jamie? Better. He liked it? No, I think it's be, actually because of... Uh, it could be Channing. Shannon Tatum. Yeah, oh. I think he was very interesting, man. It's just, I thought it was a good little, good little movie. It was Maybe entertaining. I need to watch that movie because it, it was entertaining for me. Now the other one isn't bad. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's not. I haven't seen all the other ones, but it wasn't a bad movie. It's just, I had no desire to see it. The bad rep, bad rep for both of them is they're trying to be diehard, but everything's trying to be diehard. I mean, Die Hard's a special movie. Die Hard is a special movie. But, we can uh, talk moving, about a whole list of movies moving on, based off of Die Hard. This was brought up by Keanu Reeves doing some work. Uh, work. Okay. Uh, he, he jokingly brought up Speed 3. Should Keanu and Sandra re-team for Speed 3? It should never be a Speed 3. 
Or the direct sequel never be no more speed. speed. No. You didn't like the first film? I love the first one. Just the situation that is on a bus. We don't have to be a bus, though. The other one was on a boat. Let's not talk about the sequel. The other one was on a boat. There's a reason Keanu didn't come back for the sequel. He was approached. (laughs) But But he said no. Wasn't Gary Busey in the second one? No, that's William Defoe. William Defoe, okay. And uh, uh, Jason Patrick replaced Keanu. But no, just... The hero. I'm good. I would like... like, I like Keanu. I love Keanu. But... Keanu, I love you. But I... It's... I don't really want to see another speed. I would love to see another adventure of Jack and Annie. Um, yeah, but... Just, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't <laughs> all right, know. All right, I don't last know. one. Last one. All right, last one. Robert Pattinson possibly cast as the Batman. Your thoughts? My thoughts. I'm okay with it. I'm going to say this because I know some people, Dustin might be like, what? But I'm going to... Hey, I name dropped you, buddy. But, uh, yeah, I personally don't have a problem with it. I don't like Ben. I didn't like Ben Affleck as Batman. I Ooh. didn't like uh, Christian Bale really as Batman. I, I just, agree with you on that one. I think Michael Keaton still is the best Batman that there that there been that there has been. Uh, not counting Adam West, he's good for his time. But I think that uh, that I think that Robert Pattinson could could do a good job. I think that if you think about him as just Edward in Twilight then you can't get past that. But you got to see that these people were young actors, man, getting a big break in the film. You can't hold them to that. Because we want to hold, do we hold um, uh, freaking uh, Ryan Reynolds to, uh, do we hold him to freaking, uh, you know, what's that movie? Green Lantern. Do we hold him to that? I no. actually liked Green Lantern. Oh, you're but... a horrible person. But uh, <laughs> do we hold, um, uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal to uh, Bubble Boy. Do we hope? I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> I have a friend that recommends it. No, uh, but if, okay, if you're a listener to this podcast, is he a listener? I don't know. Well, if he ain't a listener, then you ain't gonna get it. But if you're a listener, absolutely, we'll do it for you. But uh, but I just say I'm saying this, man. I'm gonna let you say what you gonna say. It's just I think it's bad to just say. Well, no, you're just this guy, and you can't do anything else. It's like well, what you said. It's what you said earlier about comedians. You can't just say, "Oh, you're a comedian; you can only do comedy." I feel the people that are judging him based on playing Edward in Twilight are people that have never seen him in anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen him in and two Will or Trey three movie. other movies. You played in a movie where he was in the Twin Towers when we went down. I, it was pretty awesome. I haven't seen that. Man, but, it was really good. I saw him in Water for Elephants. Uh, oh, that's a good movie. Yes, it's a yeah. great movie. It's one of, I forgot his African is even in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the... How you forget that, Aaron? I think I vaguely remember that film. I, just, I really remember. I really liked it. And I didn't want to watch it because he was in it. Because yeah. I hadn't seen anything else besides Twilight and New Moon. Uh, but he impressed me. I really enjoyed his performance. And I think he nailed Batman, actually, and uh, Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. But that's not my concern for him. My... my him being the Batman's not my concern uh, in the DC universe. It's uh, who's playing Joker is my concern. Who? If it's still Jared Leto, it's not going to work out. If it's still Jared Leto, it's going to be horrible. Yeah. They, so they I hope should... they don't cast. No. I hope Joker's no. not in his movie. Yeah. Uh, no. It... I've heard it's going to be Catwoman and maybe the Penguin. Yeah, I heard that before, too. And it's like saying, a Batman, Batman Returns. Yeah, that's what people are saying. I don't think it will be. I think it'd be a lot different than that, but, yeah. you know. I don't know. I'm kind of. 
Okay, like if you heard my review on uh, Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I'm not a big Batman fan. So, uh, I'm not a Batman fan either. I'm a Joker fan though. Yeah, I'm a Joker fan. I am a Joker fan. Joker's my uh, favorite character in DC total. I mean, it, well, uh, that's enough of movie news. That's enough of movie news. <laughs> Let's move on to a review of Eight Legged Freaks and Tremors. Alrighty, now it's time to dive into a little spider colonies. I don't know where I was going with that. Dive into some freaks, eight-legged freaks. Does it hold up? Does it hold up? Short answer, no. <laughs> Short answer to this is no. Uh, but I feel, uh, I feel like I need to tell you a little uh, synopsis of what it's about. The residents of a rural mining town discovers that an unfortunate chemical spill has caused hundreds of little spiders to mutate overnight to the size of SUVs. It's up to the mining engineer Chris McCormick, David Arquette, and Sheriff Sam Parker, Kari Wern, to mobilize an electric group, an eclectic group of townspeople into a battle into battle against the bloodthirsty eight-legged beasts. This was released July 17th, 2002. I was 22 years old. Brandon hit me with that IMDb Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh, the Rotten Tomatoes score was 48%. That's probably about right. Uh, <laughs> IMDb gave it a 5.4 out of 10. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's been generous. I actually, when I first saw this movie back yeah. in the day, I probably would have gave it a 3 out of 5. Yeah, uh, I definitely would have. I realized my my uh, opinion at that time really wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this the thing about watching... Older movies like A Legger Freaks, and it's not even that old, really. It's like 2002. Man, it's not that old it's compared to like years, compared yeah. to Tremors. Uh, and we'll get on, we'll get oh, to Tremors that. Tremors looks we'll much get, we'll better. Get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, Brandon. I'm just talking about the look. I know we'll get to that, Brandon. <laughs> but this movie, man, back in the day when this movie came out, uh, I was 22 years old, working in working at the movie theaters. If if I remember right at the uh, plaza six over on the bypass but um i remember watching this movie and was like in love with it i don't it just i thought it was like a fun little movie fun, fun little, little movie. movie yeah movie that made me feel like man just i love like david arquette you know was was entertaining in it uh the, i love small town movies about small towns that gotta band together to survive the monsters or whatever yeah. i enjoy films like that um and so I, it had me but and i was like oh man these spiders look great guess what no they don't look great they don't that doesn't hold up the c uh, the cgi in this movie does not hold i up. think some of it held up not a lot like maybe if you're watching throughout the movie mm-hmm. maybe 10 percent of it yep. held up um but not a lot of it did hold up, Aaron. Yeah. Um, not a lot of it did. But that's not just to say the the spiders. I mean, the acting wasn't holding up either. David Arquette as a leading man. Uh, I mean, th- I think this was after Scream, right? 
Was this after yeah, Scream? Yeah, it was after Scream. Scream uh, was like... He's great in Scream. He's great as Dewey. Uh, Scream was this in movie, the 90s, I think. I want to say Scream was... 96. Yeah. So, yeah, this was six years after. Yeah. Uh, this was probably after Scream 2. Maybe even after Scream 3. Uh, after uh, man, he's just, Ready to Rumble? Ah. <laughs> want to say no but maybe it was yeah it had to be after Ready to Rumble because WCW closed in 2001 so yeah so yeah he wasn't very good in this he really he, he really was and you know what and I didn't as, as a 22 year old man I didn't realize how bad he was then I was like oh I thought he did a good job you know I, but he really it's not not they phoned it in it's just it's just oh man I feel like just, he phoned it in it just—it's terrible, man. It's just a. But it had a young Scarlett Johansson in it, which I didn't I, even realize. I, I forgot all about that. I was like, "Hey, Scarlett Johansson," but, and but and I would give them this. It was good casting uh, with uh, Kari Warrer and uh, Scarlett Johansson as uh, mom and daughter because yeah, they, they, they. I was like, it's believable that they would be related. Yeah, but I felt like David and. Carrie uh, had no chemistry. No, as Chris and no. Sam. Uh, I didn't believe that they ever dated at all. Um, I think I, I think that was the notion that they dated at one point. I don't know. I uh, think no. I don't think they dated. Because he uh, said I kept he kept he, wanting to tell her why he left town or something. He like that. had feelings for her, and she was married, mm-hmm. and her husband was cheating on her, and he beat him up and left town, which is a stupid oh, okay. reason to leave town. Yes, yeah, dumb. Uh. uh this plot of the this whole plot was yeah, ridiculous. So these spiders. So this kid, uh, there's a kid in the movie, uh, Scott Terra, who plays Mike Parker, uh, Sheriff Sheriff Sam Parker's son. Uh, he is like a nerdy kid. Um, he loves spiders and stuff, and he's friends with a doctor. I'm gonna uh, or, or um, guy that takes care of spiders. I don't know what they call it, but. Uh, but his name is Tom Noonan. I the, know Tom Noonan mainly by Last Action Hero. Yes, I was gonna go with that too. That's the that's the I can't tell you anything else this man been in other than this movie. But Last Action Hero, he did a great job. I think the yeah he he was okay in this. I mean, he was only he was, in he was one, only for like one scene, yeah, like two or three scenes. Uh, Dougie Maybe. Doug is in it. Yeah, from Cool Runnings fame. Yeah, I don't like him either. Yeah, uh, he was he was just. But the worst uh, one, in my opinion, was. Rick Overton to play mm-hmm. the deputy. Uh, oh yeah, he just, he's just more comedic type of. He was just he like trying was he too hard. Was he? He was on something back in the day. I, I don't, don't remember. I don't think it was Cheers. No, I might not. But I'm a big fan of Leon Rippey, who mm-hmm. plays Wade. He's the villainous type character. You know, the uh, corrupt. Uh, I think he's the mayor. Mayor that, but he makes bad investment choices. Yes. Like he invests in a a mall that no one goes to. He yeah. invests in. Emu, yeah, uh, emu farm. I think or something like an ostr- ostrich farm or something like that. Yeah, I liked him in this, but I like him in everything he does. But. Uh, Matt Zersky, I can't pronounce his name, but he played Brett. I know him mainly in uh, The Good Wife. He plays one of the lawyers. Is one of the lawyers in that fa- in that show. He's actually really, uh, really a really cool character in that. Yeah, but he's like a little kid in this movie, so it's kind of interesting to see him. He was the kid on the dirt bike. It's the dirt bike yeah. kid. Um, and the, one then, had, the one that was dating Scarlet. Yes, yeah, dating Scarlet. Uh, and uh, but Scarlet, wow. I mean, talk about humble beginnings, man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this so uh, this movie is pretty pretty awful. Uh, 
Um, Tell them I how did, you really feel, it, Aaron. <laughs> it didn't have any redeeming qualities about it. Like, I tried to. I watched it, and it's I was like, trying to see if the things that, like, because I totally, essentially, I pretty much forgot the movie. A lot of it, I forgot what was happen, what was going to happen. Uh, it's a very forgettable film. Yeah, it really is, and I didn't think it would be. But uh, but in watching it, I was like, I was like, man, I was. It was like I was like, is this gonna be over at any point? There's a stupid subplot of Hey David Rocket is his is his grandmother? Some lady? A aunt or something? I think it's his aunt. That I think. Has a dog or something? I don't know. And then she, she acts like she's blind in the beginning. Yeah, and she like gets eaten or not eaten, but wrapped up in the web and which makes no sense if everybody else in that cocoon little area is dead. There is no chance yeah, that I this old Leon, lady the uh, Wade character got taken out towards the end because he just got taken, and I was like, "But he's alive!" And it it really made no sense. Yeah. And David's character, Chris, says they're all dead, but this one, and I was like, "Really?" And the spiders, guys, in this movie, the spiders talk. So the spiders get to a huge size. There's even huge uh, tarantulas. It's just like big spiders. Spiders, some of these spiders, now I don't know if the spiders really do this, but there's some spiders that hide in like holes and then grab stuff and bring it back in. <laughs> then there's spiders that uh, they try to please the queen and then the queen just puts her venom in, in, in liquid, liquid, uh, like make people liquid and dr- yeah. eat, drink them. Uh, it's just, man, this movie's so bad. Um, it's so bad, man. There's this one. The best part in the movie is, I th- in my opinion, uh, well, there's two parts. All right, one is when the kid, uh, Brett, that was on a dirt bike, when he uh, goes to the, uh, when he's trying to tell them his friends to run. Yeah. And his friend's like, oh, what are you talking about, man? Stupid, dude. And then, like, when the spiders comes and jumps and grabs one of them, I like that. And then the chase with the spiders there. And then the scene with uh, the diner area, the diner. It reminded yeah. me of the blob almost. Uh, yeah, I, I see that. Uh, but it wasn't. It, hey, it wasn't as good as the blob. The blob, nineteen ninety something blob, hands down a better movie than this. I think it was the third remake of the blob. Still a good movie. Yeah, I like the blob. Uh, me and him disagree on the best scene. The best scene for me is when the credits rolled. But, you know, I'm not lying. It's, it was a it's, bad movie. Uh, this movie, I guess if you're really, can really... Can you say anything nice about it? Well, I can say this. If you're really extremely, extremely bored and you want to just watch some random monster flick, yeah. you can put this on. Uh, no. Don't I get, buy it, I though. got you. I got one better for you. If you really desperately want to see a very young Scarlett Johansson in the movie... If you want to see how she started, I, yeah, I, you I can watch she, this. But uh, or you can just go on YouTube and see like a something. Oh, there she is. Uh, save yourself the trouble. Don't watch this movie. My marks for this movie. I give this movie one mark out out of five. One out of five. One. I'm gonna go a little higher, uh, just because I know there was a lot of hard work. And making this and with the CGI, even though it's bad today, it was. Yeah, I guess it was decent for its time. I won't give it a 1.5. Uh, 
just because I like David. <laughs> just being nice. Yeah, yeah I'm being I can't nice. be nice, man. This movie's terrible. Hey, and I'll tell you, and we're going to just continue this. Uh, we're not going to even skip over to uh, Tremors. We'll just do it within the same audio here. Uh, Tremors, which was made in 1990. 90, 1990 is by far the more superior movie. <laughs> and <laughs> it looks better. Yeah, it does look better. It, it holds up better. It's just a better movie. There is no way to compare the two. This movie, this movie compared to Tremors. I mean, Tremors is a for me anyway. I don't know how it is for everyone else that's listening. Tremors to me is a very quotable movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, it's got a, a much better story. It's got a much better cast. Much better supporting characters. I mean, you can you can really like pretty much everybody in this movie uh i mean uh from val and earl to bert yep Rhonda, uh even uh what's his name oh the annoying one well, the one that's we're, we're got gonna, the basketball we're gonna get to it hey we're gonna get to it let's go ahead and hit him with the synopsis of what tremors is about the overview all right, repairman Val McGee, played by Kevin Bacon, and Earl Bassett, played by Fred Ward, are tired of their dull lives in a small desert town of perfection, Nevada. But just as the two try to skip town, they happen upon a series of mysterious deaths and a concerned seismologist, played by Finn Carter, studying unnatural readings below the ground. With the help of an eccentric couple, Reba McIntyre, Michael Gross, 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 uh, gross, gross. Bert Gummer. The group fights for survival against giant, worm-like monsters hungry for human flesh. Yes, this movie was made September. It came out September eighth, nineteen ninety. I was a uh, whopping ten years old. I was seven when this movie came out. <laughs> uh, the Rotten Tomato score is eighty-five percent, and that's pretty good. That's I would I would agree with that. Wow, um, I'm impressed. Yeah, Rock Tomatoes gave it a good score, and uh, IMDb gives it a seven point two out of ten. So that's not bad either. Um, we don't care about Metacritic. I don't know what that is. So, uh, yeah, this movie, man, um, such a great. First of all, if you when you think about a small town, so the difference between. I want to say Prosperity, Arizona, which was in Eight-Legged Freaks. I think it's Prosperity, Arizona. Or something Arizona. It had another P name. Cause I was like, oh, that's something. And then Perfection, uh, Nevada. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Perfection, yes. Nevada is a more... To me, it's more believable that it is a town that these people live in. Yeah, yeah I agree I believe that. that they live there. They're, it's almost like you just take a... You're like a fly on the wall in their world in that day. Not only the town, the people the in it. People, yeah, absolutely. I believed everyone in this movie. I, especially, I mean, especially uh, Val and Earl. I mean, yeah. that is what's missing in the sequels. That, absolutely, that chemistry. That chemistry. That's what uh, made it work. Yeah, that's what made it work. Fred and, and, and Ward got and uh, Bert, Kevin Bacon. Bert and um, uh, Reed McIntyre. Yeah, yeah, Heather. Heather. Their chemistry. But I is, believe that they were a couple. Yeah. I, that was what was missing in the sequel. Oh. And that kid Melvin Plug. Uh, that that's that, the annoying that, one, yeah, the Melvin. Kid. Uh, you have uh, the great late Victor Wong in it as Walter Chang. Yes. Uh, you might know him from 
Uh, Golden Child. Uh, he played in several other films. You didn't know he was in Golden Child? Oh my lord, Aaron. Maybe I. Maybe it's because I've seen the movie so many times. For me, Victor will always be Grandpa from Three Ninjas. He is the Grandpa of Three Ninjas. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. I was trying to see the thing about where else I know him from. Old Fred. I don't know who he is, but because he had no speaking lines, he was a corpse. Uh, and then no, so Ed, was Ed, Edgar, Edgar was, Edgar a, was corpse. a corpse. Was Old Fred a corpse? I don't think he talks. Did you see? He o- just kind of looked around and he got taken. Yeah, he did get taken. He got taken. And he got, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, this because he had the sheep, right? Yes, he had like the that? sheep. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, this movie, man, uh, I believe like, and it does a great man. I'm going in circles here. Um, <laughs> the script. So, at the beginning of the movie, it starts with. Um, Fred Ward, who's, who's, I love Fred Ward, uh, and Kevin Bacon, I love Kevin Bacon, um, Valentine and Earl. So, uh, Valentine and Earl, uh, in the beginning, Earl is asleep in the back of a pickup truck, and Valentine is, is a beautiful aerial shot in a, a canyon, and you see, uh, Valentine is actually peeing off the side of the canyon. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then he goes, and, uh, and he tries to tell Earl to wake up. And Earl doesn't wake up, and so he gets Earl with a stampede, stampede Earl. Yeah, and he's, he's crawling out of the the back of the truck. And uh, it was a, it's, it's a hilarious moment. It sets up in the beginning. Sets up so many things. Sets up uh, the um, uh, paper rock scissors to yeah. do stuff. It sets up that sets up the stampede, which it plays off. It pays off at the end. Yeah, that's how you do a movie. And like little things that. It sets up. It, it already sets off with noise. Noise. Yeah, yeah, the it, noise. Their profession is a noisy profession. Uh, just it sets off noise, and then the noise builds in every scene. Like every scene that it cuts to, it cuts to some type of noise. Whether someone plowing something, someone digging something, someone uh, you know doing. You know, it, it yeah. sets up noise, and you and and it's very jaws like in the sense of yes, I agree. Uh, you don't. At first, you don't see the graboids. That's what they end up naming the. That's the what I was creatures. telling Beth when we were watching it the other night. It's like it's kind of they said it like kind of like Jaws, and and she just gave me a look. No, no, <laughs> Beth, he, he's absolutely right. Oh, she knows, uh, but she gave me a look because I had to mention Jaws for like a millionth time. But, but it's true, it does. It, it's a very Jaws like. Uh, I th- I was sitting there thinking about it, like the uh, perspective shots and uh, uh, the. Uh, when like the terror, like before you even see the graboids, you don't know what it is right. that is doing this. You just see things getting taken, things getting uh, you know, like like with old uh, Edgar Edgar that climbed up a, a pole and died of uh, of uh, dehydration. Dehydration, yeah. And you're like, why in the hell would he done that? <laughs> you know, and uh, you don't know. They say, oh, drunk Edgar, he must have got real drunk this time. That's yeah. Edgar. I'm telling that's, you, that's yeah. Edgar. Yeah, I, I know that. I know that jacket anywhere. Something yeah, like that. Uh, and I remember I started quoting a movie, and she got mad at me. I was like, I can't help it. It's a quotable yeah. movie. I've seen this movie. You broke a into lot. the da- you broke into the wrong rec room or something like that. Um, so I remember one of my favorite lines uh, in a movie. Uh, let me think of it. <sighs> I had it in my head just a minute ago. Anyway. Uh, Fred Ward as uh, Earl and Val and Kevin Bacon as Val, he's 
These two characters are so believable and have so much chemistry. Damn it, damn it, listen to me. I'm older and I'm wiser. Yeah, well, you're half right. <laughs> Just uh, great, great quotes in this it, movie. There is many great quotes in this movie. Uh, I mean, what can you say? I mean, they the, the direction of this movie is mm-hmm. so well done. The writing in this movie is so well done. The acting is superb. I Absolutely. Mean, oh, one of my greatest lines. Here we go. Kevin Bacon says, You will have long legs. Breasts that go all the way up. I think it was the line, the leg uh, line. Uh, but legs, anyway. Yeah, he said, long legs that won't quit. Or something and like after that. they meet Rhonda, first she, like... She has like, uh, she has sun block on her nose. Yes, and, and, and it says, You won't go for anybody that doesn't fill up that list, will you? He's like, well, no. But... I just love Kevin Bacon. He's he's, he's so entertaining. Yeah, and, that, and he's so believable in the role. I mean, and it, it, it believe like you believe that they these two guys live together. These two guys work together, yeah. like on a daily basis, because their relationship. And that's the thing. And uh, uh, Brandon can tell you this. That's the thing about writing. You write, you write and create characters with their backstories. So what you actually put on paper and what's seen on film is just what you want the audience to see, but the audience don't know that Earl and uh, Valentine had a long history of failed ventures together and things yeah. like that. And and they and the town their town jokes at some point, but they yes, are handyman. But you know, you don't know that but it happens uh, when you develop in the characters. Like that stuff never goes into the script. Like you, okay, I came up with the line. And this this line nails who Val and Earl are. Val's like, no one does garbage like we do. Earl's like, yeah, he's shaking. He's nodding. He's in. yep. He said, oh, come on, Earl. It just sets up who they really are. Mm-hmm. They want out, and when they try to leave, the grab boys come. Or not only that, before they even the grab boys, it sets up the fact that this is not the last time that they, this is not the only time that they've tried to leave town. town. Yeah. They actually mentioned that before. They said, because they said, you're gonna really, oh, you're really leaving this time. There's somebody in the town. The yeah. uh, mother, uh, Charlotte Stewart, Nancy. 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 Yeah. She, uh, she says, oh, y'all are really leaving this town. And she tried to say, I buy you lunches or fix you lunches. <laughs> beer. And, and then I give we you beer. We said no to free beer. We said no to free beer. <laughs> and that's on the way out. And that's when they ran to Edgar. Uh, yeah. And, um, and that, and the town keeps them there the town you, you feel like the town keeps them there and this before this it wasn't and this is really supernatural if you think about it uh the town in itself it's the people that keep them there the opportunities to keep them there the lack of opportunities out elsewhere that keeps them there yeah but uh I but agree. then you believe now that it is actually this antagonist which is the grab boys that actually is keeping them there and uh walter Chang yeah. named on the Graboids and they, for, they, he went through several names before he got settled on Graboids and he paid with his life because they ate him for it <laughs> yeah he has oh it sets up oh this movie sets up like things so well like um for instance there is uh you remember that scene where um they're already at the at Wong's uh, uh Walter Chang's uh convenience store right yeah uh and he has that loud uh, Pepsi machine or ice machine or yes. whatever and it kicks on and it's loud but no one tries to stop it at that point because there's no reason to it's just something that happens and uh, and then later on when they realize they gotta be quiet because they hunt by vibration 
That's right. Uh, 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 or they can feel your your vibrations and you know sound patterns and stuff like that. Um, they they realize then that thing comes on, and uh, they go to try to unplug it, and Walter Chang unplugs it, gets it, but then they got him, and his death was so visceral, yes. so like it's like like it's painful. Like this, the, okay. Before I even get to the graboid <laughs> creatures, because you got it. As I was saying before, um, <clears throat> you don't know what they look like at first. No. First, only thing you see is uh, the the tentacle, I think. Yeah. yeah. And you think, oh, it's snakes. Yeah. And when I was a kid and watching this, I thought, oh, is it snakes? Yeah, so that's what they thought originally because Val and Earl got hung up. And it was a little <laughs> hilarious uh, commentary going back and forth between, I'm not hung up. Yes, you are. And they get to the town and uh, Wong's Walter Chain. I don't know why I said Wong. Walter Chain's that's convenience store. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's his last name in real life. But once they get to the store, they realize a snake-looking creature. Uh-huh. It grabbed a hold to latch itself onto the uh, uh, loud muffler or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Or something like that. And so it's and it's huge and it's been ripped off. Uh, and at the time when you see it, you don't realize that it's just been ripped off. That's right. You realize, oh, it's dead, but you don't realize that that is just the tongue of the bigger creature. Yeah. And the creature itself is like a giant slug with a mouth of a, like a beak mouth. Yeah. Uh, and then the tentacles that come out, and those tentacles have mouths, you know, <laughs> and, and teeth. And, uh, and they, you know, so Wong... Unfortunately, dies uh, fell, falls victim to the graboids. Uh, his own, his name, his his creation. Um, later series, Wong's uh, I keep calling him Wong too. Chang's uh, Walter Chang's daughter shows up somewhere. Um, and, I think it was. Well, I think one of them was his daughter, and the other one was his granddaughter. And then they did a prequel. They had like, which I hated that. All right, like yeah, sequels aren't strong. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So I enjoy them for what they are. Yeah. But. They're not trimmers. No, they're not trimmers. Uh, but yeah, and there's an annoying kid, Melvin, uh, uh, Ariana Richards, Mindy Stern. Uh, I is she the same little girl that's from Jurassic Park? No, no, that's not her. Are you sure that's not? Yeah, I'm sure. Well, maybe you're right. I think it's her. Yeah, it's her. She's from Jurassic Park. Wow. That little girl worked in her life. Uh yeah, uh, Ariana Richards. Uh, she also shows up in another uh, sequel to these the series somewhere, but um, yeah. So that little girl, she's uh, all right. So they set up that she likes the pogo. She's yeah. trying to count up to a certain number on the pogo. I get the world record or something like that. I guess. Yeah. And then Melvin's just a little butthole. He is. But but you felt sympathy for him when his father Nestor died. Like you felt bad because the camera does a cool, cool thing where it shows him. Like so, uh, the graboids knocks people around, right? And they and they end up uh, get trying to get on top of something, get off the ground. Yeah. He gets into a tire. I know. You remember yeah. that scene? I and the tire and in the gra- and this is practical effects. This wasn't CGI. The tire sucked him in. Yeah. It, it, and then the camera 
shoots past, goes that, up to where the boy is. That scene kind of reminds me of the, the jaw scene uh, when the little boy gets taken. Mm. A little bit. It, it, it reminds me a little bit of that. Uh, but yeah, I, This movie was heavily influenced by Jaws. Definitely. Uh, and that's not a bad thing to say. I mean, it's, this is a movie in its own right that is perfect. Um, there's only one part in it that it's not perfect. What's part that? For you, I mean, I... All right. Just speaking for you, I mean... So, uh... Alright, so... They realize... They're at the store... They're at, uh... Chang's, uh... Store. And they realize that these things hunt by sound. Yeah. And, um... And they're coming up from the floor, and so... They, uh... All get on the roof. Uh... The, uh... Scientist lady... Rhonda. Is, Rhonda is thrown out the window, and she goes to the water tower, I think, at that point. And uh, the rest of the cast gets on top of the uh, the roof of uh, Chang's, Chang's store. This is after Chang has been eaten. Uh, and then um, that Melvin kid gets on top of that little shack that he's on. But then, like, they grab they grab the radio and they try, the, they try to radio for... Uh, Bert and uh, them to be quiet and get on the roof because they come from they're coming from the ground, and so this was this is a great scene, but there's one little CGI part in it, uh, or not CGI part. It's one little uh, uh, like uh, camera trick that they use that doesn't hold up well, you know, and uh, <clears throat> it's the part where you can see Bert kind of shooting at it and the mouth is open like that. And so that's the screen, and that's Bert shooting at it, right? So they can composite it, that together, and it just doesn't hold up. That's the only little thing. But everything, but the in that same scene though, there's a scene where it goes from a miniature to a to a live action, and you don't notice it. Yeah, it's it's when Bert drops the gun, the camera follows the gun, and then cuts from, up from the gun to the puppet. You know, that was beautiful. You wouldn't even <laughs> notice that, you know, it was a miniature, you know. See, I never noticed that, so yeah. I, so I have to watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> at but some no, point. but uh, this movie is just, in my opinion, just one of the best movies. Uh, the doctor and the and his wife gets eaten. Yeah, uh, he gets. He's looking for that battery, and uh, he gets taken. And mm-hmm. She gets in the car, uh, and it's, it just takes the car. I mean. <laughs> And that's terrible because at that point you don't realize it's hunting by sound, so you yeah. don't know why. Yeah, she turns on the radio. Yeah. Or something, and music starts playing, and yeah, it's. I think it's it, it was, the way the lights kind of go up. Yeah. And then the reveal that it's them, like like when they they find the Ford logo, and you see the lights, you know, uh, yeah, Earl you and Val. I, I think uh, obviously the book was written before. Oh, it's a book. No, 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 Jurassic Park. Oh, how the T Rex, you know, hunts. I think they, these. I don't know. I, I got a little Jurassic Park feel to it, but of course this was before Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's three Jurassic. Jurassic and, Park but there, was ninety three, I mean, wasn't it? Huh? Jurassic Park ninety three. Ninety three, yeah. So this is three years before it, but I don't know. I just this is one of my favorite movies of all time. So uh, Jurassic might have borrowed from this film, actually. Possibly. I haven't read the book, so I don't know. Uh, but there were some scenes that was like. Uh, Reminds me a little bit of Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely Jaws feel. Uh, I had a feeling, a feel of Jaws. 
mm-hmm. the first one. <laughs> but I, I, I loved uh, Miguel. Uh, he, what did he say? Yeah, uh, Miguel was he said, great. He said something. He says, "Hey, asshole!" Something like <laughs> he says, "Get up, get on the roof." He has something like talking to Melvin. Yeah, and Melvin wouldn't get up right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Miguel was funny. He, he's such a good character. Mm-hmm. Such, the actor Tony is such a great character actor, though. I mean, I've mm-hmm. I've seen him in several stuff, side characters and whatnot. But everyone is so good in this movie. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think the only complaint I have uh, for this movie, Dude, Rhonda did not hold up. Rhonda did not hold up. Uh, no, she didn't. That's a terrible picture. That is not. That cannot be her. That is not her. Aaron's trying to see what they look like today. That is not her. That's not. I don't believe it. That ain't her. The devil is a liar. Go ahead. Continue. The only negative, (laughs) if I can say a negative. Okay. You know what? I can't. There's no negative in my opinion. There's no real negative. I, I... That was me nitpicking. But that's it. And that's not even a nitpick. Like, it didn't, like, oh, I'm done. Man... Oh, four yeah, minutes, was, four there. or five minutes into Eight-Legged Freaks, I was really ready to cut it off. Okay, I, I will say one thing. One thing bad, it looked rehearsed. When Rhonda's up on top, about to go through the window, it, she stalls. Like, she's supposed to go yeah. out the window. That's the only negative thing. And that kind of reminds... She's very athletic, though, yeah. wasn't she? Like, yeah. like, I could tell there was a stunt double because, like... Yeah, I could tell there was a stunt double. She was very... When they were hopping on the rocks. Yeah. Especially oh, you could Kevin, tell then? Especially with Kevin Bacon. I couldn't tell then. All right, I, but I could tell when they, you're talking about that's Paul Vaulton. Yeah, Paul Vaulton, yeah. Um, one it of the looked gra- like the guy had a wig on, like, Kevin's hair, but it didn't look like Kevin in the face. And then you find out that it's not just one graboid. It's actually three graboids that they have to deal with. Yeah, yeah there's, there's three. three different, and they're all heading the same direction. Uh, and so uh, you see that... Uh, they finally find out a way. So, uh, Bert and, uh, Reba McIntyre, Heather, uh, which she was perfect in this movie. I wish she would do more. Like she had her show and her show was great. Yeah. Um, I wish, man, I wish this, I wish everybody that could have returned, could have returned for the sequels and stuff like that. Uh, in the sequel, Fred returns. Um, yeah, Bert and then, comes, and then back, Bert comes back in the second one as well. And, and then after just, that, it's just Bert. Yeah. It's just, Bert. and then now Jamie Kennedy and I've lost him. I, I've seen them all. I'll continue to watch. Uh, did you like the stuff with Jamie Kennedy? I mean, and, and for, first son. Does for, that make sense? That, uh, it don't make sense. But for what is his mom supposed to be her, or is his mom nah, some other lady? He had an, like, I guess that's why they got divorced. Yeah, I think I he says he had an affair. And I don't think it was the last film, but the one before that. I don't see. I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't think he. I would. don't believe that he would cheat on her because she had his back. Yeah. She was like she they, they were a perfect couple. Yeah. yeah There's car carrying NRA members. They have oh, that, that scene, um when the grab boy comes in so the grab boy goes into the uh Bert's house. So Bert they t- Bert, Bert, get on your roof. They're coming uh from the cellar that or they're coming from the from the uh, ground or yeah. what underneath the ground. And so Bert's uh, Bert's looking. Bert's rec rec room is underneath the ground, and so they kind of looking through the window to look to see if they see him coming towards them. And then like, and but then they start hearing noise from behind, and then like it busts through like the wall, like yeah. boom, and and they're coming. 
and, and Bert and his wife already has Heather already has guns in their hands and they're shooting at it, right? Yeah. But then they run out. And they, the camera does this perfect thing where it pans over and reveals a wall full of guns. I know. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so great. That's such a great moment because you're like, and it's so believable with with Bert's character alone. I mean, yeah. he's just he's ready for war, and he has like an elephant gun. He literally has an elephant gun. Yeah, I there was a scene in the convenience store where uh, it's like he someone was complaining about how he's ready for war, and I was like, what's wrong with being prepared? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I love I love Michael as Bert though. Bert, yeah, I mean, and uh, and Reba was Heather. Uh, she uh. She had his back. Like, there's a scene where um, Fred and, um, oh, I keep calling him Fred, that's his real name, uh, Earl and Val, uh, they're, like, all right, so they get everybody and they say, hey, we need to go. They want to get out of town. Yeah. And so, Bert and them. Bixby. Yeah, Bixby. Yeah, and so they uh, they get a uh, cat, a, a cat um, tractor and uh, hook up a thing that can pull it. Yeah. Uh, it's the same thing that they used earlier to, to haul trash. Yes. Um, and so it all so, connects. It all connects. <laughs> and uh, and so they get him out into the desert. And uh, so uh, Bert is like, what, we're going to sit here on this rock? What what'd you bring us out here for? We could have yeah. held up back in my I had food and MRIs and you know, MRAs and things like that. You know, military jargon. I don't know it, but... He, he said, I have, we could have, and they said, they would have took your whole thing out from under, because the grab boys, they adapt and they learn. Uh, you can fool them once on one thing, but you can't fool them again. That's right. Um, so, they were saying, there's arguing with Bert, and then Reba, or uh, Heather says, let it go, Bert. Let it go. Let it go. They always got to be right. Let it go. Like, they, she has his back. Yeah, and he's like, they, he thinks he knows everything. Mm-hmm. I know he yeah. does. I know he does. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, anything else you want to say about this movie? Uh, you know, mm. tell me, tell me how it ends. Oh, it, <laughs> well, Kevin Bacon's character Val goes fishing. Mm-hmm. They have already killed, I think, two of them at this point in time. They're they're on the last one, and so he throws it out, and uh, he's starting to reel it in, and the the grab boy takes it, but shoots it back out to the to the rock where they are. And Val, Earl, and Rhonda run out from from the rock on the ground, and it explodes. While the others stayed on the other side of the rock, and uh, I think Rhonda's got the lighter. Uh, Rhonda has the lighter. Uh, uh, Rhonda was Rhonda. Way to be there, Rhonda. <laughs> and Val had the bomb, but he had one bomb left, and uh, they they're running towards the end of the valley. The, the yeah, and uh, he lights it up, but he throws it too far. Earl, is that when they did uh, paper rock scissors to even get there? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no. Well, before, like, yeah, that was back when um, they were making run to get to the tractor. Yeah, it, did, it, it paid off. Paper rock scissors paid off then. Yeah, because he, because uh, Kevin or, or Val always loses. Yeah, and uh, and and so he shoves him. Yeah, he goes and gets the tractor. But uh, past that part, but, so what he's saying is, so yeah. Earl's going. I think from Kevin's right, Earl's going right, Rhonda's going left. Mm-hmm. Val's just staying right there, and the the, the grab boy's coming right at him, and he jumps. Hope you can fly. Yep. But uh, yeah, I mean he, that that was the stampede from the stampede. from the opening. I and, mean, and it, that's what he says. I, I just all of a sudden it came to me. 
Stampede. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, there's a that same, and even the, even in the end there, there was comedy. Yeah. Uh, with like, so when they're standing there, uh, the grab boy comes because he says, "Stop moving! Stop! It's coming for you!" So they stop moving, and they're being still, and uh, and then they get down there. The people that's on the rock start making noise to try to attract it, and it goes away, goes back into the, to the yeah. dirt. And so, Fred or Arrow, Fred Ward, God bless him. But Arrow, uh, he started to move, but then uh, Val stopped him. And said, he's still there, you know. Yeah. And then and kind of and kind of finally he's still there. But the what's funny is is he says uh, Val says I have a plan or something <laughs> like that. And he says you have a plan, and then, then he just takes off running. <laughs> when he takes off running. And uh, Earl, Earl's like, Earl's Earl. like stayed there for just a couple of seconds, like, like what? And then it comes up. He said, "Oh, he starts running too." And I remember Val earlier said, "Let's let's make a run for it." So that's not a plan, Valentine. That's something you do when a plan fails. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> See, everything in this movie has it comes back to it. The pogo stick thing with the little girl that's pogoing. Uh, it came back to it uh, because when she's pogoing, uh, they running because it got real quiet. And the only thing you hear, yeah. And then they they realize it's her pogo, and she has uh, headphones on, yeah, or a Walkman, because it's like <laughs> the nineties. And so she's pogo. Nineties were great. Nineties were great, <laughs> and uh, I missed the nineties. But uh, um, so they run and they grab her, and the pogo stays up. But then like the grab boy grabs it down, and then like shoots it behind them. Yeah, and it comes. It was just man. I, I even talk, I even like the actual ending to this movie after it's all over with Rhonda's coming in to thank them and uh and Earl acts like he's working on the truck and Val just kinda of nods and yep, 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 that's good, that's good. And and after she leaves, Earl just like shuts the the the, the oh hood. The hood. The hood says, I know, I'm working on it. And so Val's like, What's a girl like that wanna be with a guy like me for? He, he turns her around when he catches up to her. Says, "Says I just what was the line? I can't even remember." Says I, I think he says I want to. Hey Rhonda, I want to tell you something. And he just kisses her, and, that, and, that, and that's that's how it ends. I thought it was a beautiful ending to a mm-hmm. to a to a great movie. I mean, great movie. It, it's got a nice blend of action, horror, yeah. and comedy. So, I mean, Brandon, I have a question for you. Well, what's that? My question is this: Does Tremors hold up? Does Tremors hold up? Does Tremors hold up? Do you believe that, people? He's asking me if Tremors holds up. Does hold, does We've been talking about this for at least 30 minutes. Yeah. We talked like the other one for five. <laughs> yeah, it holds up. It holds up. Aaron, <laughs> does Tremors holds up? Absolutely. Do you recommend it? Oh, yeah, I recommend it. This is a movie you can watch literally every day and learn something new. Yeah. Uh, it never it, gets old. It, ne- it doesn't. But we haven't given our scores. We haven't given our scores yet. I think I'll go first this time. Go first, sir. I am going to give this movie five markouts out of five. Five markouts out of five. That's right. Five markouts. Aaron, go ahead. I'm going to give it a five markouts out of five as well. It's a perfect score from here. Ten. 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 Perfect ten. Man, from, from us at the Mark Out Movie Podcast. This movie, you can't. If you want a movie that is a siege film, and this is 
don't get me wrong, this is a siege film. A siege film is a film where people are stuck in a place and they gotta band together to survive and find a way out of it. Nice. This is absolutely a siege film, and this is probably one of the best siege films there is. Um, it's a it's a great movie, great cast. Not only just uh, Fred and uh, and uh, Kevin Bacon, but um, everybody. Everybody, is everybody great in this movie is not a throwaway and character. The, and the supporting, as you just said, no one's a throwaway character. I was about to say all the supporting characters matter. They mean something to yeah. this movie. Uh, it's rare that you find that so many characters mean something. Yeah, it's a it's a well directed film. It's like I said, it's well written, well, well directed, well, well, well acted. Yeah, I personally the, since the Ron, creatures look great. Oh, they yeah, it's still they still look, look great. I don't know why it doesn't look great in the sequels, but <laughs> this one CGI. Yeah, uh, I would love for whoever owns this today to bring it back as a direct sequel. With Val and Earl. You remember that teaser trailer with Kevin Bacon? Yeah. yeah. I, I wish that, that was a real thing. Yeah. Um, they they did shoot the pilot, but Sci-Fi said no. Netflix. <laughs> Hulu. Freaking Shudder. Yeah, Brandon yeah. would get a Shudder subscription today. <laughs> if you If you bring it back with Fred and Kevin Bacon. And they and, were returning. Uh, yeah. The only one that wasn't returning was Bert. Because I feel he like has that's, his own little... Yeah, I feel like that's because he has... They didn't want it to get confused with those films, because this was going to be a direct sequel to the first movie. So yeah, I, I you know I hate that. I, I, I and, want you want everybody back in, in perfection, man. And, and a lot of well, from the internet, they say Kevin Bacon like kind of disowned this movie for so long, but I just I I and, guess because not Hollow Man. <laughs> well, I actually like Hollow Man. I do too, but you know, and he's I know he's very. He likes to distance himself from the Friday the 13th. Why? That's what put him on the map. It's, it, see, don't get so big. I can understand that. Matthew McConaughey yeah, and Renee Zellweger, yes, distance yourself as far as you can from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the next generation. Make sure, act like the, that you don't even know them because that's such a bad movie. Distance yourself from that movie. Don't distance yourself from Tremors. Don't distance yourself from Friday the 13th. That's such, it, that's such a classic movie. Uh, even if Jason wasn't the killer in the first one, it's still yeah. a classic movie because I wouldn't distance it has, myself from it. Yeah, it has such suspense. But I don't. I'm not sure if it's him or his agent telling him to do this. Man, get, get him to agent. He's more open to Friday Thirteenth now. He did some kind of commercial where he was playing the character from Friday the Thirteenth. But uh, that was like '90s and 2000s. Yeah. He distanced himself. He didn't want to talk about it. And yeah. Tremors was the same way. Yeah. I'm not sure why, since it's become a cult phenomenon. Yeah, I don't understand, man. <laughs> but, um, you know... He, and I think that they can they can go to, like... You could pretty much go... If they had a Comic-Con and they were there... Like, Bowling Green has Vet City Comic-Con. Vet City, if you're listening to this podcast, please bring get a Tremors reunion here in town. I will be there. <laughs> well, I'll definitely be there to meet Kevin Bacon. Uh, man, Fred Ward. Fred Ward went on to be in uh, Road Trip. Um, he's he, he was the father in Road Trip, I think, of uh, of uh, DJ Qualls' uh, character. Yeah, in that I, movie. I remember after Tremors, I would watch anything Fred was in. He was in. Uh, he he played in Remo Williams' uh, Adventures of Remo Williams, I think, like that, uh, something like that, in the eighties. I've never seen that movie. Uh, apologize, but Fred Ward, I was introduced to him in Tremors, and man, I loved it. I yeah, it was a 
just an excellent movie. Excellent movie, guys. Uh, God rest uh, in, in peace for Victor Wong. Yeah. Great, great character actor. Um, Three Ninjas was, was not a bad movie. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just good to see these people. And actually, later on, uh, Melvin shows back up in uh, some of the sequels. He's even a more of a douchebag in the yeah. One he, of the sequels it, it makes than sense he that he goes one. on to be what he goes on to be. <laughs> but yeah, hey, uh, that is our review for. Uh, or does it hold up for both Eight Legged Freaks? Uh, does Eight Legged Freaks hold up? No, it does not. It does not hold up. The question is, did it ever? Ninety, uh, what was but, it? Two thousand two. Aaron would say yes, but yeah, I would have said n- yes too. Ni- uh, Twenty nineteen? No, absolutely not. But Tremors definitely holds up. It holds up, man. It's like fine wine. It just it ages and gets better. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah. So hey, we recommend you to go and mark out. I got a question Tremors. for you though. Yeah. If Tremors was made today, same film. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously it would be the same cast. Do you think they would have uh, tried to make it some kind of shared universe with monsters? Like they're trying to do with pretty much everything today. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what do you mean monsters? Like like monsters like them. Like oh. the Graboids underneath the ground. Or Oh yeah, definitely they would. Everything today, and I blame Marvel, uh, everything today <laughs> is going to be like shared universe. But uh, yeah, absolutely. I, uh, let me ask you this and then we'll close this podcast i'm interested to hear your thoughts all right who would you cast in this film today that gave me the idea who would you cast uh, in this film today as val uh but yeah let's start with val oh man because <sighs> kevin bacon seemed like he I was val you, yeah i i may go uh ron reynolds i was thinking ron reynolds too uh as earl um Seasoned veteran. Seasoned veteran actor. Um, um, I don't... Oh, you know who I would cast? Uh, John C. Riley. That'd be an interesting casting choice. You know, I could see that. I could see that. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think he may be more fit for Burt. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, yeah. <laughs> no, no, dude. That dude that dude that played... Um, that dude that played in... Uh, uh, office space that plays the uh, not Lambert but uh, the other guy. I haven't but seen it. You never seen Office I, Space? I, I oh not. my goodness! But uh, it's on my list to see, but I still the, haven't seen it. Have you it. seen? Uh, have you seen? Uh, what's the name of that show uh, that came on? Uh, they were doctors. Is but it's comedy. Um, it, it was a big show that's on TV. Scrubs. Scrubs. Yeah. Have you seen Scrubs? You thought it John C. Mc, Mc, I can't think it was like the doctor, the the butthole doctor. That, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, he would you be. You know Bert. what? He'd be Bert. Yeah, I can see that. I also can see him as uh, Earl. Yeah, I can see he, that. He 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 does both. He can be serious and comedic, yeah. and that's what Earl was. <laughs> he was serious and comedic. Uh, so yeah, yeah I, I, I no, I take it back. You're right. He could be Bert. Earl, I would cast Michael Rooker. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I would. Hands down. Michael yes. Rooker. Great casting choice. Ron Reynolds, Michael Rooker, and John something. <laughs> John C. Riley. From Scrubs. Uh, that dude is Bert. Oh. Yeah. Well, you can then, John yeah. C. Riley. And then, well, no, no, we'll go with the dude from Scrubs. I don't know his name, but dude from Scrubs. And then uh, for his wife, I would mm-hmm. cast. Are you um, still do a country singer? I would. Uh, uh. <laughs> 
They gotta be able to act. No, okay. I, I can't think of nobody. You can just cast anybody right there, man. I don't know. Uh, like, but but Reba did such a great job. I don't know who you would cast uh, in, the, in that role. Southern can act. Uh, I don't see. I don't. I'm not familiar with today's country, so I can't tell you. Who, I think Miranda Lambert, but I don't, I, that's all I know. Yeah, I'm trying to think but same she, age but, but as she, that guy. Uh, but she ain't the same age, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, Faith you, Hill, Faith Hill. Faith Hill, actually, She's I would... She's too pretty. I'm not saying Reba's not, but Reba looked like she would literally live there. She looked like a I real I would love character. to see like Meryl Streep in a role like that. She's too old. I know she's old, but she can still look young. <laughs> in what way? <laughs> she looked all right in Mamma Mia too. Yeah, that was a few years ago. Yeah, we'll, we'll think about that character. Uh, you can cast anybody from Melvin, somebody probably some kid from Stranger Things. Sand, nah, Sandra Bullock. I don't think could pull off that. Every uh, way, she's a great actress though. Yeah. But I don't think she could pull off. Yeah, I don't uh, think she would do something like this no, either. No. Uh, yeah, I think Jet, uh, Jackie Chan would be a good Victor Wong, but he's too big of a character. I don't know. Um, yeah, for Walter Chang, I mean, but any all these other characters, I wasn't so much concerned about. But yeah, mainly, I think we got our casting down for Bert and uh, <laughs> Val, everybody else. But see, that's the testament to this movie. Everybody was great. Yeah, they were. Everybody was good in their role. They were important. Uh, I can't. You can't say enough about this movie. I mean, this this movie was really well done, and it's just it's it's it. it it holds up. It does hold up. All right. Well, that's the end of it. Well, uh, hey, so thank you for listening. We're going to get this posted today. We're going to do another episode. We can try to get that posted also today. You get two for one. Two so. for one. So, all right. This is Aaron Whitlow. This is Brandon Spivey. And we are the Markout Movie Podcasters. Thank you for marking out with us. <laughs>